Hello everyone, little show note on this one. One of our wrecking crew, Carolyn, was displaced when Texas froze and the pipes in her apartment burst. So she was recording this one from the parking lot of a hotel on the hotel Wi-Fi. And about halfway through, she wasn't able to get on anymore. So she does drop out of this episode a little ways in, but she is... Moving on to a new place and trying to get everything sorted out, so we're all wishing her luck and sending her lots and lots and lots of love. Okay, enjoy the show. You know, if I was in that situation and I had just left, I would have fucking tried to been, been trying to save my life. I would have been like, it's so beautiful. Like, I don't know. She was aggressively laughing at him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she was, she was high on acid, which I have yeah. done a lot of acid friends. And sometimes the only thing to do is laugh uncontrollably when something so ridiculous is presented to you. Yeah. She also wasn't we need to do a series like, where it's just Jeannie doing essays about like, hello, friends. If you're having a bad <laughs> acid trip, here's what to do. <laughs> Think about a man's penis. Welcome to Trainwreck Theater. Tonight we're watching the 2018 Nicolas Cage movie Mandy. This acid-fueled trip of a movie is, well, not for everyone, but... We have a riveting conversation ahead for you as our panel of Carolyn, Juno, Jeannie, Paul, Peter, and myself more discuss it in great detail. And with no further ado, we're handing on over to Peter to do the synopsis. It's like the movie is said, like set off into three different parts. Like it's like three different movies. They all have their own, like, you know, title, like their life on like uh, Shadow Mountain. I think that is on Shadow Mountain. This man and this woman. And the first ha- the first third of the movie, they uh, show you how much in love they are, how cute they are together, all that. And then the second half, something happens in the, in the first half. So it's basically just them, like, you know, just being in present together and how, how they are. And then she's walking down the road and a van goes by and there's a guy that just sees her for a second as he drives by and he's leader of this cult. That, then we go into the second movie and the movie is about them. They were called the Children of the Dawn. And then he just wants her. So he takes her. Uh, they call on these, uh, I thought they were like the four horsemen of the apocalypse. I thought that there was a lot of like I did, biblical. I did too. Like mm-hmm. demons. Right, so, right. Um, to come and get them. Because uh, to go and get the girl, and then they go to their house, and they put her in a bag, and they burn her, and Jeannie is cringing at this point, just listening to it again. Oh, she didn't like this at all. <laughs> uh, and they, well, they do I get into the details of like the, what they did? No, I, I just power through. Right. <laughs> what okay. happens after that? So they kill her in front of him, and then they take off. Bye. We're done. And then he decides he's going to go after them. Then the, we go to the third. Uh, part of the movie i forgot what oh that called that mandy. was just so called mandy, mandy yeah part. so and he's gonna go out and revenge so he goes out and like kills them all he makes this axe in a day <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah he's quite the blacksmith it would have taken a while <laughs> no Aaron no no has no a lot to say about this i go do and then he kills them off and then like he rides off he kills them all, everyone. And he rides off into his insanity. Basically, that's it. Yeah. Nicely done. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> it's not as easy as it looks. I no, it's a, it was. It's a tricky <laughs> I never thought it looked easy thing. <laughs> so I, I have a little, like, this movie is, um, hold on. I got to make sure I don't, I don't screw it up. I got to find my notes here. Unprepared. Yeah, I'm prepared. prepared. Yeah, just like Peter was. Wait, don't write it down. So, just do it off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, this isn't. I'm not doing a synopsis. So I just said this movie. I like, you know, like as soon as the first part done when they're being all lovey dovey. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
actually during that part, I was like, all right, so this movie is John Wick, but in, instead of uh, um, Criminal Underground, it's a cult. And instead of a gun, it's a chainsaw. And instead of a, a dog, it's a wife. And that is this movie. It's, it's got a little <laughs> bit of a house of a thousand corpses sort of incorporated in there, like a crazy family yeah, there's like well, I mean, some kind of like culty families are like that yeah yeah, yeah like there's the Manson family there's like but like I, w- I do want to talk about the the motorcycle riders a lot i have a lot of questions about them okay i wish they also would have talked more about the motorcycle riders the movie yeah, they were yeah. very confusing the four yeah. horsemen we will refer them to. uh does mandy own more than two shirts no and no. one of those was probably his. I well, think. they had like three. They interchanged the shirts a lot. I well, loved all. He the had shirts. the tiger shirt and the forty-four yes. shirt because she that was wearing the forty-four shirt, too. and she yeah. had the black Sabbath shirt and the Motley Crue. and the Molly Crew shirt. But else, she, it's the Molly Crew, the one with the Pentagon, because she had a yes. Pentagon shirt. Okay, yes. I didn't realize Mo- very so, very What like business does Molly Crew have with a pentagram on there? can you really judge her we see her for like two days (laughs) she was hauntingly fetching you know she had giant anime eyes and i was so curious about what kind of pain she was going through because she always looked like she was kind of sad well that That story with the birds she looked kind of like she was like more uh i don't know i thought that she was getting more and more into like mysticism because of that book like i don't know i kind of wish they would have delved into it more like what what got her to read that book and like was she starting to like would she like that that story about the birds that her dad brought the birds That's and then just they like, were yeah, killed the shit that she and, came from and her scar on her face like clearly yeah. she had seen some like shit. she had a cross scar on her face it was a cross it, it just you know, she had a big scar under her eye yeah i didn't think it was because like, i was probably doing this yeah, <laughs> you're closing your eyes. No, time. she definitely had a, a, a scar on her cheek right here, and it was in the shape of a cross. Yeah, I totally thought that uh, the cult guy was like her father at first. Like, yeah, no. well, so yeah, it was the way they kind of told the story. You kind of almost were like, wait, did they because know they each tell other? The, the, totally the father's story as like the van story starts, right? Like, and. So I was like, are these guys, because he's like, I feel naked without her. So I thought it was like, she got away from this cult, like, because she was telling this crazy story about her dad killing all the birds. I don't know. Right. It turned out to not totally be at all the case. He represented that kind of man. Like, the, so she had met that kind of man before. That's, I think, why she even laughs at him. Like, he's trying to impress her. And she's like, I've seen all this before. Like, because that's, she, she comes from like crazy people like that. Her father. So the movie just like establishes that, uh, Nicholas Cage is a lumberjack. They, I thought maybe they were in Canada. The the online said they're in the Pacific Northwest. Shout out mm. to our hood. Nice. Um, but they're like a really and he's yeah. okay. Yes, yeah. he, they're in a secluded area. They're like helicoptering a helicopter lumberjacks. <laughs> yeah, which like makes sense, I guess. I don't know. They're like drinking beers in the helicopter. That was strange. But like they just really established that they're super remote. They are in love with each other. They're obsessed like with each other because that's all they have in the world. And they have a very weird backstory that they won't tell you about. And then she's walking through the path, like this road and this van of, I thought they looked very inbred. Yeah. 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 There's yeah. definitely <laughs> some mouth breathing going on. In <laughs> Beavis? I named him Beavis. <laughs> Yeah. And, and one of the guys later her. on, like, just like <laughs> licking his top yeah. teeth while she was burning. He was just licking his. Oh, that was weird. It, yeah, it's very unnerving, and like, it's always the colors are always very intense in the background. Like, it's bright red. Yeah, mesmerizing. And, yes, it's very um, surreal. So mm-hmm. it's and the music, like you guys had talked about watching it without the music. The music is also like it's haunting and not without the music, but like. If you turn the music down low, I kept saying like this seems like it should be like heavy metal, like with a crazy soundtrack. Yeah. And the soundtrack, I just occasionally hear like a note or something. And so I rewatched part of it with the music to try to see if it would like enhance my experience. And I think I don't know. I didn't get. Pro tip: Don't watch your movies on mute. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't on mute, and also shut the fuck up. 
Yeah, I'm trying to watch it with her over the phone. And she is yeah, yeah, displaced yeah. by a wow. natural disaster, you monster. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you, Paul? I don't... <laughs> On this planet that you love so much destroyed my life. <laughs> I don't understand how we skipped past the opening of this movie, which is a very awkward, weird poem. Oh, yeah. I didn't write it down. uh, When I die, put two speakers by my head. uh, By your feet. uh, By my feet. By my feet. Headphones. around my head and rock and roll me until I'm dead. I thought it was beautiful. Or when I'm dead. That's cooler than I thought it was. We chose not to read the poem. I forget why. I, <laughs> I, I literally couldn't read the poem. It was yeah, it so was blurry like, on my blurry, screen. And that's like in the movie when it came out in the theaters, it was it was like blurry like that too. I literally couldn't read after reading that poem how dark the fucking film was going to be. Yes. So, <laughs> I, I, you <laughs> love the poem. You're like, yeah, rock I and roll. Get ready the for the poem. movie. And then I was just like. <laughs> Just get, kept getting punched in the face. Well, the poem, the poem, the first line of the poem is when I die, and the last line of the poem is when I'm dead. That should be a hint. <laughs> it's gonna be a little dark. I just I felt it was a little bit they laid it on a little bit heavy how much in the 80s this takes place. Like it was like listening to Reagan. Yeah, the music, the fucking Bronco, which fuck yeah, Bronco. Matt, fuck off. <laughs> but then they had a fucking <laughs> CD player like, you know, in the, the goddamn the, Bronco. The, everything. It was just like they were like the shirts, yeah, the band shirts, everything. They were just like, this is the eighties. Remember, this is the fucking eighties. Like that even the decor in their house, which was also kind of dope, just was still like very like eighties. Like, yes, hey, all right, it wasn't that long ago. <laughs> fuck off. But, but then they in the so this makes me mad because they were very much this 80s, 80s, 80s. And then in the fucking Bronco, they show you him like turn off the music and then he has a fucking CD player in there. Like a like a, <laughs> a, a, a like a 2005 fucking CD player. CD player. Oh, shit. And and it, it, did the look, future. it did look like an updated <laughs> deck, but I didn't see the CD player. But I believe the, you, you would not see a deck <laughs> like that until after 2000. But and yeah. So they, so the this inbred cult sets their sights on Mandy. They come and they kidnap her and they tie Nicolas Cage up with barbed wire. Barbed wire. Yeah. Barbed and wire, yeah. they dose her with acid and they they sting her with this weird ass. Beat. It's an actual wasp. I looked it up. It's a a a, a tarantula hawk. So okay. tarantulas. They're that. I mean, they're huge. They're big like that. And they don't really like attack humans. Holy yeah. shit. Well, they had to like use tongs and like. Yeah, so it makes it even all like all the more like, I don't know. It adds to the scene that they're making this thing do oh. this. It's not like. Yeah, if you're going to do a dropper full of acid in your eyeball, cherry that's on top. The cherry on top. Mm-hmm. Well, so sorry, we did skip over something. Sorry, go ahead, Caroline. I was just going to ask, like, did it say anything about them people using the It's Venom to get high? You know? I read online and then uh, they just have speculation about like the pain because it's an intense pain to get stung by one of these things. So uh-huh. that the pain would make you like fall into the oh. trip it, like more. Release because, a lot like, of you know, endorphins. Yeah. Oh, well, he talked about that. That's the- right. In that speech, he talked about like being in a bunch of pain and like getting through yeah. it or something. Huh. Yeah. So we we skipped over the fact that they, um, before they kidnap Mandy, they do call in the motorcycle guys. Yeah using the stone so like no it was a whistle it was a horn but okay your horn horn. of roxas so that there's like this weird mystic connection like are they demons or are they people because we get to them later they're very easily killed Killed. but they're super fucking evil well and And weird they're also very dense because when you hit one with a bronco that's what i mean he was like what are you made out of like steel that was the only one. Okay, we'll get there. No, the one that he shot through the neck and he just rips it out and like, Ugh. But But the other two, he just cuts their head off. Like usually when you're fighting a demon, you're not just like killing them. How the other one fell all that way and then came back and he's still think, alive. I, I mean, think they were people. I think they were weird. They were people. They said they were people. people. They got turned by acid, by bad acid. Yeah, the, his buddy kind of gives them the rundown. He's like, yeah, you know, they were bikers that were running acid that for gunk, these people. And his, then they... Gave him like a, 
they didn't like him, so they gave him like a bad batch of acid yeah. or something. And the chemist, the chemist, that but guy. But then, how does that make you impervious to arrows? Yeah. But Nicolas Cage, I'm pretty sure that jar had that bad acid bag yes. in it because he I took a little too, bit yeah. of it, and then like he went like, whoa. <laughs> he went from what I thought was. Yeah, I thought he was at maximum Nicolas Cage, and he went to like ultra maximum Nicolas Cage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wait, sorry. Okay, so when it starts to get, they kidnap them, and then it looks like it's going to be a revenge thing. Like, fuck yeah. So finally, the second hour, I, uh, we were like, hell yes. And then he immediately gets captured again. That was kind of Hold like on. a. Oh. Yeah, we skipped Let's ahead, but yes, you're right, Carolyn. <laughs> you are. Let's he go gets back. caught a lot. So he, yes. they they call in the bikers. They kidnap Mandy. Kidnap Mandy. Um, they dose her, and then they're in this room, and she's tripping out. And this oh, guy yeah. is talking about how he's, you know, whatever. He's this cult leader. And his name's Jeremiah, and Jeremiah no one fan. good is ever named <laughs> Jeremiah. Yeah. Uh, and ladies out there, do not name your son, even the bullfrog. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Mandy said that like four times during the movie. Yeah. Yes. He's That's standing there in this one. robe, and I was just like, Aaron, we're gonna see dick, just wait. And we did. Maybe. We're gonna see penis. <laughs> no, that's the only nudity in this movie, and I appreciate that because we are I'm sick did of you? I really didn't appreciate it. I but... appreciate when she <laughs> laughed at him. Yeah, that scene after was he showed his dick. <laughs> yeah, but that got her like yeah. burnt in a bag. So that, that yeah. was kind of but she laughed like, uncontrollably. His... <laughs> yeah, sorry, Paul, go ahead. I thought that was kind of uh, neat the way they did that when he's giving his long speech tirade to her and they kept phasing her face, her face into and his, his face. and it would yes. be like, wait a second, it doesn't look like him anymore. Oh, fuck, it's her face. When you're alone and you're watching this and you only have your dog to, con- you know, to ask about this kind of thing, you're like, <laughs> is this, is this, what's happening? <laughs> it's a lot more fucked up when you watch this movie by yourself. Let me just say that. Uh, well, how fucked up were you when you watched this movie? I wasn't at all. <laughs> I felt like I was after what Carol Ann? I know. I I said the same thing to Matt. I was like, "Wait, are they switching faces?" And he's like, "Yeah, they're switching faces." I was like, "Oh shit!" Face mouth. Well, we almost picked Face Off for our first Nick Cage movie, so we got a little taste of Face Off right there. You're right. This is essentially Face Off too. Uh, that really is the best way one to scare a man off who has exposed himself to you if you laugh at that wow. he will either run away or he will put you in a bag and burn you um, right. so ladies it's 50 50 that is at your own peril you gotta I mean, read the, the room I mean, so awesome. get she, really, like, she really like took the wind out of his sails he was all proud and stuff with his dick hanging out and then she just starts cracking up i i so that's like, their own fault for having me, too good of me. acid. That was acid was too good. He has to go give himself a pep talk in the mirror. <laughs> He's like, that was the part of little. the movie that I absolutely relished. It's not little. It's big. It's good enough. He's probably a lesbian. This is your music? <laughs> this is your music? You made it and it's about you? Oh, <laughs> right? Yes. It sounded like his story, the way he described it, like, I remember when he put the tape on and I was like, oh God, watch, this is like his band's demo tape. And it was, yeah, his music. And I was like, oh it's shit. And then He's the story the he told sounded so much like a musician that all the music execs don't like his music and call it shit but he knows it's good like he'll well, show the them the song day. said his name in it and stuff like jeremiah it was like all about him it's like what the hell is this pathetic <laughs> bullshit so hold on can, can we back up just a little bit because they, they summon these four horsemen right with this like whistle but we're also saying they're just bikers that had a bad acid trip um they kept drinking that stuff i mean they drank all of it remember he just put a right. cigarette in and all the stuff he saw so they're seeing that right stuff. well oh, is that was what was in the jar like the, that one guy drank like a whole jar of yeah. acid but then they also like Blood for blood, so I thought it was blood, but then they take the fat guy yeah. as like payment for them capturing Nicolas Cage and, and Mandy. And then they just like like you just like called the four horsemen to like get this 
chick, and then you're like, oh, she laughed at my penis, I'm going to burn her to death. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. It's just like, there's no <laughs> second, there's no trying after that. It's done. He's done. Well, that that that's like their go-to crew for like, you know, kidnapping and murder and stuff. You know, it's Apparently. just like what those guys do. Well, but they also sacrificed one of the flock um, yeah, for this. So, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a little... It's a little much. So we also, um, Nicolas Cage also gets stabbed in the side. Oh, but. And he just fucking, like, doesn't even, it doesn't even. The rest of the movie, not a factor. Guess what? I mean, like, this was like a sword. He got stabbed (laughs) with a fucking sword from the abyssal plane. It's very Jesus-like. I mean, his positions, getting stabbed there, like, it's a. Well, and even the barbed wire in his mouth looked like the kind of crown of thorns. Yeah, exactly. And he's talking. What did he call it? The cruciform. The true meaning of the cruciform is pain or whatever. Well, he said it's a constant reminder. He said like Jesus's only mistake was not putting, not sacrificing someone else. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. And, and he said the, the the crosses the or the cruciform is a constant reminder to sacrifice people. Yeah, because he's wearing a big a big ass cross necklace the whole time. They live in a big old cross shack. Even though, yeah, and they live in like this crazy church you see later. Yeah, and there's a lot of Christian symbology, but then it's like they're definitely a devil worshiping cult. Which, yeah, I, it was weird. I know, like Peter said, it's three movies, and I read some reviews that say, like, oh, it's so many different movies, kind of, but I think of it really as two movies. There's the kind of Rosemary's Baby kind of devil cult aspect to the first half of the movie, and it's just straight up grindhouse like murdering people super actiony second movie so it's two movies just like well i mean he separated it into three parts yeah i know but uh, this is just how i think about it because like there's the preamble and then as soon as it says mandy on the screen like that's everything before that was like the first in a normal movie that would be like the first 10 minutes of the movie and it lasts like an hour and 15 minutes but oh god yes title screen and then nick cage goes on his rampage more yeah you're so right it was it was super um grindhouse-esque you know with just the constant like there was always something gory happening <laughs> wait like i think that i think his acting when she was burning when he was watching that that was I think some of his best acting that I've ever seen ever, yes. like seriously, like yeah. he didn't yeah. overact it. It was like totally believable that he was watching someone that he loved like burn and he was totally yes. like powerless to it. I, I don't know. I've watched it twice and it was like, I was still impressed both but times. What did you think of his acting when he went into the bathroom with a bottle of vodka? Oh no, no. that that's Nicholas Cage. I was like, ah, there he is. There yeah. he is. He's fine. He's back. He's back. He's back. <laughs> that bathroom. So he gets <laughs> He gets out of his barbed wire restraints and he gets back in the house. That he's like chugging a bottle of vodka and he's just going. Yeah. Yeah. His tiny whities. That's what I thought was maximum Nick Cage, and then he got yeah. more and his underpants. Cage and that. tiger yeah. <laughs> That's the yeah. only homage they paid to this fatal wound. Um, when he's that like, ow! He, he he poured some fucking vodka yeah. on it. Yeah, like ah, that's it. That that's cured it. it. Sir, you have been stabbed in the kidney, I think. He's running on revenge. (laughs) So then he goes, he gets his shit together, gets his life together, and he goes to this guy's house. He does not get his life together. He gets his shit together. Well, (laughs) he changes his shirt and puts on some pants. Yeah. (laughs) And he puts his 44 shirt on and he goes to see the guy in the trailer to pick up his crossbow. And that guy... Give, right, the Reaper. And that guy gives him some hints about where he could probably find these. Okay, wait, can I just say also, okay, so he just saw, like, I don't think Nicolas Cage saw the biker dudes really, right? Like, and so when he's describing what would happen, he described, like, a crazy Jesus cult. And when the guy was like, yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's these crazy biker dudes. Like, why would Nicolas Cage think that they were the same people? Like, I would well, have no, but not- he He also said that they had some, like, fucked up crazy bikers with them like he does say that when he's describing it to the black guy he's like he's like yeah. i don't know there are these fucking hippie jesus cult freaks. freaks and then these fucking psycho biker people like he wants to say like demons but like he doesn't want to sound crazy yeah he so, says he did see them because they were the ones who grabbed them out of bed crazy evil they were crazy evil Right, and they like shocked him, right? Like they zapped him. I thought I felt like when they grabbed they, him in the bed, they knocked him out. Maybe 
Well, so he, uh, that's when, after that is when he makes the X. And this is when Aaron freaked out the most because Aaron is a huge Forge and Fire fan. And he was like, what is he doing? He just casted that X. He doesn't need to be fucking hammering it. What is he? No, you don't <laughs> cast something and then forge it afterwards. You're gonna ruin the heat tree. Well, that's so. He got the crossbow, the reaper. Then he made the axe. Right. Now he's tracked down the bikers. Right, and this this guy that he gets his weapons from, like he knows stuff from hearing it on the CB. Listen. Like it's 1983, baby. Okay. <laughs> Everybody's on the CB. Different time, like different place. Convoy. He's in a trailer in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> that's all he's got is the CB yeah. radio. Well, and others was day. clearly like he was in the know about everything that's going on. He's like he was cheated. not surprised at all that some cold. It made it seem like they wife. were like they had been in the military or something together beforehand, and he had killed before. Like that's why he was holding the, the weapons mm -hmm, for him. Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. so he had a past of like he had a violent past. He met mm -hmm, the girl. Mm -hmm. And he became like, I think Mr. Lumberjack. He stashed his crossbow with that guy, and then he came to reclaim his crossbow. And the guy was like, because he's a weapons guy that lives in the middle of the woods in a camper and makes weapons and just like yeah, words weapons. I was like, hey man, I got some other stuff up in the shelf. If you're going on a killing spree, how did Nicholas find the dude? Did they explain how he found them? Not at all. No, Not they at just all. knew each other probably. No, I mean, Nicholas. like, did, the, did, the, did he know? How do you find the biker guy? Like, uh, he, like, he told him down by whatever lake. Spirit Lake. Spirit Lake. Oh, okay. So he, uh, what does he do? He shoots one of them off of the bike, and then he runs off his it over. bike. But then the bike just. Or the, the because the guy's just, made out of steel or something? <laughs> well, he's wearing a giant spike suit. He was wearing the spiky, like, nail yeah. all over. That's why when he hit him, well, when he hit him, that's when I was like, wait, are these guys, like, demons? Are they something other than human? Because they must be. I think they're supposed they to be. be. I think the acid turned them into, like, they're mutants. Yeah, when he's tied yeah. up and you see the biker's face, it's like... It's like Rudy Giuliani, black ink <laughs> down his face. Dripping. Right. Yes. Um, yeah, prediction. Rudy Giuliani, this is going to be his next career move. He's going to become a mutant biker. He could never. I mean, that would be a step up <laughs> for him. All right, so this Bronco, like Nicholas Cage, like runs the Bronco into this guy. He just shot with an arrow. Like the, the Bronco yeah. goes flying, like he ran into uh, like a, a cement. It's post. so sad because that car is cool. And yeah, I had so a Bronco cool. one. And uh, I am sorry, not a fan okay. of Broncos. Caroline and I discussed this already. Right, <laughs> cool car, subjectively yeah, cool. Such a badass car. Yes. But then the the the, the questionably demon bikers they have guns right and they like nicholas cage gets captured because he wrecked the car and they end up in this house right like because nicholas cage is already like you know, like he goes on this killing spree he kills or he's yeah like, they take him to the clubhouse and he wakes right. up there well uh, is, it a clubhouse? is a clubhouse so they they show okay that house it's is a building so he's tied up to a radiator and has a nail through his hand. Yeah. There's a giant pit next to him. Right, that right. pit was very convenient. And yeah. it's a house. Well, so that that's when you see the guy whose face is like dripping and Nicolas Cage calls him a vicious snowflake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Which was Ever. so funny. <laughs> but because he, she, uh, the demon like cuts his shirt and he's like, that's my favorite shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he, he, he like gets the demon in the pit. Yeah. And then he gets out and uh, he starts exploring this house and he finds these, this old couple with the guy's butt bleeding. And they're dead. And you're just like, oh, wait. So was this their house? And then they Probably. came here. And then you see the demon with the giant knife. But over, then why is there like, oh, in the house? God. If it's this old couple's house 
that got raped to death with this guy. Yeah, with or the they sword. brought them over. They could have just, I mean, they bring people there. They, they brought him yeah. over. They bring people to their hideout. That's their playground, though. They live there. That's why they put the axe on the wall. I mean, they, they're living there. I think they live next door to those kids from suburbia. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> yeah. That's what happens when you leave the suburbia kids alone. They become demon bikers. You have to with stop it. Picks. Yep. With giant knife boners. Yeah. <laughs> that again, like that was like another thing that I was like, these guys have got to have some aspect of like supernatural evil because it, it that is. is so fucking terrible. Yes. Cause you you realize like holy shit, what did that that guy did that? Oh my god. Yes. But at this point, Nicolas Cage is also in total shock. He's probably going crazy. At the end, he drives off into that wife's paintings and stuff like that. So he's slowly going mad. That's Maybe they weren't all like that. Maybe, you know, they weren't, they didn't look exactly like that, but to him, they did. They were monsters. Well, yeah. So he kills, he kills all of them. This is where he does like enough cocaine to where like, <laughs> well, that, was, feel- that was after he kills the guy, but the guy, he, by cutting him in the throat and the guy bleeds all over his face. Yeah. And he, yes. goes, he smiles through it all like, yeah. Aaron <laughs> watched that scene. He watched him take that. I was like, and I, my face, my jaw was like, Oh my God, your <laughs> adrenaline is already at a hundred percent and you're adding cocaine to that. Not just a little, a mound, Scarface yeah. mound. And Aaron he was like, can you it. overdose? Night, man. <laughs> well, I was like, can you overdose on cocaine? You would naturally do that if you were surrounded by mounds of cocaine. I mean, it's 83. You <laughs> well, and, you're, and you're like, fuck it. I don't give a fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm going balls to the wall. I'm going to do all this cocaine that's still, you know, on the glass. It doesn't even phase him. He's just His like, name is Red in the movie. And he just walking. became more and more red as the movie went on. He, like, casually gets his axe. He gets his crossbow. He became himself. He's not even at all at all fucking Well, this is also this where he dips his finger in the acid. Oh, yeah. that was and a big yeah. I think that the acid and the cocaine, pro- like the cocaine, probably kept him from going like full demon because he took the acid right after. So the cocaine was probably like leveling him out. So he was like ultra powerful, but like still clear headed enough to like keep on his mission. Well, when he broke that guy's neck by the demon's neck, that's when his like Nick Cage face was like, yeah, <laughs> 100%. It was so great. Um, I, so that's yes. like a public service announcement. Cocaine is a gateway drug to, uh, you know, demon acid. Demon seed yeah. acid. The more you know, people. So, okay, so then... He, he has the vision of where he's got to go next. And who does he meet? Joe Exotic. Yeah. The younger years. <laughs> <laughs> the young that Joe guy Exotic. was as balls. He's making acid. He has a tiger named Liz- Lizzie. Uh, it's a strange. Yep. And Nicolas Cage just stands in one spot and stares at him, and the chemist has this whole conversation with him telepathically, I guess. And yeah, like, oh, they did you wrong, man. It's like, what the fuck is going on? He's like, I'm gonna let the tiger go now. Bye, Lizzie. He's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're right. I should let her go. And then he lets yeah. the tiger go. No, and the tiger doesn't eat Nicolas Cage. You should no, because let the tiger, tiger go. Well, yeah, because he had a tiger shirt yeah, exactly. on earlier. Oh, right. it's symbology. It's, it's all of it. All of it's symbology. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, and they just randomly shoot down and show that his feet are covered in huge worms. And no, then, that's when the guy asked him, do you see this? Millipede. That's what he was seeing. And Nicholas oh. Cage just looks down. Nicholas Cage didn't see any of that. That was all on the guy. The guy did all of that. Nicholas Cage did. I don't think they really communicated anything. The guy was just like weird like that. Well, if you're really high acid, on acid, if you're making acid, it's like around you. It's like you getting all absorbed that? He in was your dunking body. the sheet at the beginning of it, a whole sheet of it in a pool of acid. His fingers in it. He's licking his fingers. Oh, he's right. Wasted. He licks his fingers. Yeah, that guy was fucking. I didn't up. notice that. Right. And his eyes were like blown out to like moon pies. <laughs> yes. Speaking of which, the acting was really good. I thought, like, for being crazy people, yes. I thought it was really good acting. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, agree. Totally agree. Um, so then first, so Nick Cage arrives there on a motorcycle and he leaves the acid, uh, lab on a quad 
and they get squatting. stuck on flat ground yeah. <laughs> in like yeah. a mud puddle the size of uh, one square foot. Eric's and- getting so mad at this point. He's like, get out and push it. Grabbing it. I know. That's what I was saying, too. I was like. He just did all of the cocaine. He did all he of the did, cocaine. You're right. Okay. Fair. He could walk. He needed fair. to walk it off. Yeah. Unexcusable more. On fair acid enough. and cocaine, I can no, still run enough. a quad in that mud puddle. Besides, he had to walk up on the people in the van, so like he couldn't have rode in on them. So he is, it's like he's entering into hell because yes. it's like dirt, it's rocks, it's mountainous, and then he- Well, he has to that. kill the people by the car first. Right, well, so he, but it's just like the scenery and the imagery. Oh, the like when he's, he's driving? into mm-hmm. hell. Yeah, and he's into like that going, spot. Yeah, yeah Judo like that with like the forest turning red. Ever, like all the, I did really, usually that would annoy me. <laughs> I, I thought the art. cinematography was freaking great. It went great with the music. I like, oh, all the red and all the lens flare and all the blurring just, I don't know. It drove me insane. I was just like agitated by it every time it went red oh. or it started getting blurry or lens flurry. It just hurt my eyes to look at it. I've seen all that. So it's like, it was very, it was very triggering for me. I was like, it's like fucking acid. They got it down to a T. Well, and yeah. I've never done acid, but I'm like, I feel like I'm doing acid while watching this. So I guess that they achieved their nope, intended effect. Self. He sets a trap for the, there's two people in the car. There's the older dude and the younger girl who, uh, they show her in the beginning. We didn't talk about this, but the he Diddy makes girl. her oh, play yeah, that scene was awful. Russian roulette to show Nicolas Cage how devoted she is to him. Yeah, because he lives on ego. I mean, he, he, he wants him to know how much he can make her do for him. Like, you know, this is, this is real love. This is power or whatever. Well, they kind of make you feel like she's the only one with like a little bit of reason. Oh, she's trapped there. That's why she's crying while that's happening. I mean, she's obviously trapped. She had that whole like, please help me look. She looks, yeah, very trapped, but very terrified while she's doing that. Like, she's like, I have to do this or he'll kill me. But like, I don't want to shoot myself with this fucking gun right now. Like she, she did not say much in the movie, but yeah, that actress did an amazing job. I don't think she said anything. Yeah. Yeah. Just insane amount of terror, but also like completely. completely dominated terror yeah so he sets the trap for uh the car they run over these jack looking things no they're call traps like the spikes and they and he's like uh he goes it's the last thing we need and then he gets out and it was so great because usually like they make you wait until they get out of the car before they get accosted. And Nicholas Cage just runs right up on him and grabs him as soon as he steps out of the car. And he just rams that ax straight through his mouth. It's so crazy. Not before the guy to taunt him about his wife again. Why would you do that? So bad. Right. But he lets her go. And, and I did I not like, like murder everyone. She was kind of a part of this. Oh, you didn't like her being let go? Needed a genie. Yeah. He's like, why not that bitch? Why didn't you kill that bitch? No, that bitch. I thought that bitch was going to get him in the end. I thought it was great. Didn't let her go. He saw like that humanity or like they communicated in that one look. I, got, I don't know. I just one I look. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. And then, uh... just that good. But then my favorite scene <laughs> in the movie comes up. Well, the next, the next murder Davis? death. That happens is the the, the really inbred looking guy. Oh no, not is Beavis. Clean in his car with his after spit. Beavis, and he just gets an axe straight to the dome, like bam, it comes flying out of the air. Yeah, I think I cheered out loud for that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get like any sort of cool death. It was just boom, death. No, but then they have the a, a chainsaw, chainsaw duel. Yes, and chainsaw duels should be in every movie. <laughs> just add, cha- add a chainsaw terms of endearment chainsaw. driving miss daisy chainsaw fight <laughs> schindler's list schindler's list yes, yes. <laughs> so what's so great is like he's got the chainsaw and he's like trying to pull the he you know, the can't even like thing. uh yeah you can't get so a funny moment and then he pulls out the giant coming. <laughs> 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 That's not a knife. Yeah, I think they do exist. I looked it up too. There are some crazy ass saws. In I the was world. disappointed that, like, in the chainsaw duel ended with him not killing him with the chain. I mean, the guy fell onto a chainsaw. No, he ghostwritered him with his chain. 
Yes, yeah. he did. He totally ghostwritered him. Oh my god. <laughs> He's like, I did this oh. in this other movie. Watch. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of crazy. I thought I thought there'd be a, it was so bloody for having someone fall on it. It would be kind of bloody and not see it. Oh, well, the, yeah, see, the no, thing I mean, is, I thought the it would be more. Is idling, the chain isn't spinning. Uh, oh, again, we're here with the technical. That's <laughs> a good point. Wait, You're is, right. Is that, is that including the chainsaws from the '80s, though? It had no safety regulations. <laughs> I don't think the chainsaw design has changed much. They had no um, chainsaw I, regulations in '83. <laughs> is that true? <laughs> they did something there, like that. I hate when they do in movies, like you know, where it just where it's kind of obvious that it's like this is a movie. You know, it takes you out of it. Like, okay, you have a chainsaw, and there's a dude with nothing who goes, who has the time to bend down, pick up a big ass chain, and then start spinning it around. To, like you could have cut off his fucking head. That very very easily that whole time like what but, but then you the scene would him. be over like yeah. i know but it's just crazy. <laughs> like cut him. somebody cut somebody <laughs> that chain was so big and thick like you would not be able to swing that chain like Aaron, that. he was a mountain, mountain of cocaine <laughs> <laughs> yeah and i mean it does it. make you it did give him the strength to crush the leader's oh, head wait, we're yeah. not there yet yeah. Yeah, like he's, turn, he's turning into them. Like he's wearing their clothes. He's riding their their vehicles. We're like two minutes weapons, away from slowly this. Turning into. Plus, he's You're a lumberjack. Right. He's very strong. He is. He's I do want to say though that Carol Ann does have very strong feelings about that chain thing because we almost had to stop the movie to discuss this because it was like, how is he having so much time? To, I'm like, because <laughs> of Ghost Rider, and she's just like, no, not having it. So. Yeah, dumb. I would have killed him so fast. Yeah, no, okay, but chainsaw, I'm gonna kill you. I'm not gonna wait for you to do a trick. That's so dumb. <laughs> well, I think they slowed it down. I think that all that happened very fast, but they slowed it down for us, type of thing. But it would take a long time to get a chain like that, swinging like that, even still, like just that. See what I mean? Wow. This is why we had to stop it. I was <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyways, okay. So he killed the guy. Dies. Yeah. I mean, technically, he kills himself, kind of. He falls on that. Yeah. Well, he pulls him into it. So. Yeah, but you know what? That's his own fault. We're gonna take the blame. If somebody wrapped a chain around your head and then yanked you forward and you found I'm a chainsaw, is that your fault? Use your hands. He didn't put his hands forward or nothing. If yes. anyone deserves to be victim blamed, it's these guys. So I'm with you. Exactly. <laughs> so That's a teeth licker guy. He cuts off the mother, Marlene's head, finds Jedediah, or Jeremiah, Jeremiah, throws the head at him, and he's in like this <laughs> weird circular room. It's dark. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck he's doing. He doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. His inner um, sanctum. Yeah, and and he's horrified when he sees this head. He kicks it. Ew, <laughs> <laughs> he acts like a total, like little girl, like, ew! <laughs> kick, and, kick, kick, kick. <laughs> He, I, I swear to God, when he sees Nicolas Cage, he goes, oh, hi. <laughs> he does. He did say, oh, hi, hi. Red. He gets yeah. like a, a room reference in there. He still says, um, I, I can still help you. <laughs> he, and like, he's like, I feel God in here tonight. And all I could hear was Pam Beasley saying, I feel God in this chilies tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I feel God in this dungeon tonight. Um. <clears throat> So he then also proceeds when he realizes that Nick Cage is going to kill him. Proceeds to offer to blow him. Yeah, yeah. Let's <laughs> yeah. fucking cut, man. <laughs> what is that about? Um, him and Mother Merlane are like that, on the that's same the way. True him, like you yeah, know, he's like so you've, pathetic. you've got him his... like playing his, you know, I'm the Messiah character. You know, God is in this room and God's light is in me. And then he's like, oh, fuck, he's not buying it. I'll suck your dick, man. Which is the same thing the old lady did previously. Like, like exactly. it's, it's the oldest chick in the book, kids. They're exactly. all super high and horny. Well, you know, like, it's, it's probably worked for him in the past, at least once or twice. Why would you Why would you ever put your dick in, your, in his mouth? Well, that's what I said. Like, there's... 
if you're like anybody's enemy, right? Like we've all seen the Shawshank Redemption. You are not going to stick your dick in a, like an enemy's mouth. He's like, like oh, you don't know. my girlfriend to death? <laughs> yeah. Blow, I don't uh, remember oh, that part of Shawshank Redemption. We'll be square. We'll be square. <laughs> what? You've never he's, seen it? He's, no, he's getting Here's assaulted. Oh, okay. But he's getting assaulted um, by the, the, the sisters. The sisters. And he's going to stick his dick in his mouth. And he's like, if you do that, I want to bite down on it. And he's like, if you do that, I'm going to stab you in the brain with this fucking pick. And he's like, if you do that, it's going to make my muscles clench. And you won't be able to, and you won't, you'll have to remove my, uh, my, my, my jaw with a crowbar. Anyways, it's just guys enough. We will not, don't offer a blow. He said all that with a dick in his mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot of talking for. He also said he spent a lot of time at the dentist before that, so he's just kind of used to talking around. He's been stretching. He also says, "I possess hallucinations you'll never know." Great! I don't want to know hallucinations. (laughs) Are you Brett? Is that a flex? You're flexing on me? Isn't that everybody? But then he drives off with a hallucination, driving in his car with him, like he sees his wife. So no, that's that's Jeremiah saying that. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, and then Nicolas Cage crushes his skull. Yeah. With some nice 80s claymation special effects. Pops it like a backset. The moral of this story, kids, is... The moral of the story for... What's this movie called? Mandy. If everyone else is doing acid, you should too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, fair enough. You don't want to be alone. No. How are you going to get through it if everybody else is on acid, you know? (laughs) Okay, yeah, that's fair. That's all I got. Don't, don't, like, I, don't you normally have, like, a babysitter when everybody else does acid? So, like. No. I mean, maybe babies need babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess in this movie, Nicolas Cage is the babysitter until he takes the demon seed hit. Okay, the pros. Who wants to go first? I'll, uh, I'll go first if you want. Oh, I was just going to read Carol Ann, so you can go. So Carol Ann. Well, and- I liked it. Okay. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, oh. more. <laughs> okay, I thought you were letting me go. Uh, for god's sake (laughs) all right so anyway i was just gonna say caroline had a technical issue so she can't be here for the last part of the episode but she wrote down some of her pros which were all the brilliant fucking acting the gore 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 and also broncos yeah there you go (laughs) (laughs) i won't explain that because i'm worried about trying to explain her pros in the way that she will get mad at well, me. Well, because one of them is a con for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Fucking Broncos. The football team and the car. <laughs> <laughs> We're not a con yet. I think the acting was really good. And if you notice, Nicolas Cage, I think, says maybe five to six lines throughout the movie. And he's really good. And it's all in the first hour when yeah. he's like talking to his wife about the, the, the planets. Eric Estrada. <laughs> um, I just thought I it's a movie that I probably if you explained it to me and like told me what happens, I probably would be like, oh, that sounds cool. And then I watched it and I would get annoyed because usually when it's super artsy and all the crap that's happening in the background, that kind of stuff usually irritates me. But I liked it in this movie. Um, I thought that was it was actually good. And and it didn't, it was long, but it went by kind of fast so the, the second half was much shorter than the first half of this movie that's one mm. way of saying that the beginning of this half. movie was <laughs> very long yeah the first half i was coming into this expecting a crazy action movie and the first half i was just like oh man this is like this is still going on huh like this is still kind of <laughs> right they're still trying to show us how much they love each other but in a very weird way the music um, kept it compelling. Like the music and the visuals really worked. I mean, super in this movie. They worked so well together. Like 
to pull you in and make you feel uncomfortable. Like Jenny was saying about like, I don't like the way this movie makes you feel. It's like, that's the feelings they're trying to do. It's working. It's like, like some people it like- It is hard enough to be a good person every day. Like why, like, like I feel like I spent two hours like, like looking at something that's just- It's not gonna make you a better person? Super bummed out, you know? <laughs> There's already so much shit out in the world, you know? Like actual people doing shitty things, it, it just hurt yeah, me. Yeah, people have done way. these type of shitty things. I mean, I, I I'm not knocking anybody for for getting you know entertainment pleasure out of watching such film, but it just I it's not for me. It's not a feel good movie per se. No. I don't like feeling that way. I didn't I didn't like the way it made me feel. Yeah, I agree. I I felt agitated the whole movie. Pretty yeah, much, the first time I watched it, and then I went on to Rotten Tomatoes, and we saw that it got ninety percent out of like two hundred sixty five reviews. I can understand that. And I was like, "Holy crap!" And the the big film critics, the fancy film critics, not us mm-hmm. train wreck critics, were like, "Oh, it's so artsy and amazing and masterful," and they kept calling it a masterpiece. They did. I don't get it. I guess <laughs> I just not don't get it. it. All of it was not. I mean, because then he gets campy with it and stuff like that. But a lot of it was just mesmerizing and hypnotic. And yeah, I th- I liked it. <clears throat> I thought the uh, their bathroom was a big pro. <laughs> oh yeah, wait, the bathroom I have some was cool things. and uh, I like that. I like that it had a bar in it. <laughs> you know what? I I want to tell you guys that's that a suburbia bar. Paul absolutely stole my pro, which was the bathroom, which is, you know, wallpapered in assholes, and it has a bar. <laughs> Sometimes you just need to take a drink when you're um, taking a shit. pro was that cute salamander that had all the dots on it that was oh, yeah. sitting on that step that one time. And it smiled at him. <laughs> it was cute. So that's, is that all the ones I have? Those are my pros. Limited dialogue from Nicolas Cage. That's a pro. <laughs> the axe throw, that axe death was definitely a pro. Like, like Paul, I also cheered when that happened. <laughs> and the chainsaw duel very strong any other pros my my pro is two words so i'll just say cheddar goblin okay. <laughs> <laughs> who wants to talk about cons uh i'll go with cons i'll start with the like first hour of this movie like i i'm like okay how long do you have to show me that they love each other i get it already can we please move forward um with this Mom, i mean they were murdering murdering and spraying blood everywhere for longer than they were in love also like the story about her father and like murdering and like killing the birds like yeah starling i don't see what that added to the story at all like shows her where she came from yeah Yeah, but why do you care like she dies in like a couple minutes i think that's part of the cons is that her life well, her life was so sad and everything that happened to her was so sad. Like she didn't deserve any of that. Like that's what sucks. And like, she never, she gets her boyfriend, her husband gets revenge for her. But at the end of the day, it's like, then what? Right. Like Aaron was saying that then it's sort of like, uh, anytime you see someone who gets murdered because you know, like capital punishment reasons, it's like, okay, now what? It's like, nothing changes you don't get your loved one back you well, don't get revenge. anything every back every story right? about revenge has that same like the count of monte cristo i mean well but that one he got a bunch of money and he got his girl back but anyways he got something back this one he's just worse. he's just alone you know it's sad that's you know I, I, I also agree like it is kind of slow but i didn't it didn't really bother me that much but it is it's very artsy so you gotta be prepared for that. I also I wasn't a big fan of the musical choices and the, like they did like like so they started setting the mood with the music. Like it's kind of dark. I get that. Like when we get to the dark thing, we can have the dark music. But like during this whole like setting up the how much they love each other thing, they're playing this like ominous type music that's like very down. And I'm like, what? Like I wrote that. I was like, what? Like what type of mood are they trying to set here? Where they're trying to show how much they love each other and they're playing this like dark ominous music like it's foreboding well yeah i get it because well, they were doing it went I mean, on for an hour and, like it didn't end nice her and nicholas cage made sense together she didn't look super young she was age appropriate like yeah. i really loved seeing the age in her neck 
and and like for 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 me just like seeing i mean i could see like i wanted to follow her and see what what was happening to her i want to talk more about the music because it's such a big part of it and the the composer who made it like he teamed up with the director he's like this icelandic composer and they wanted they were like very much talking about like heavy metal and other movies and they wanted to make like a prog rock music video that lasted like two hours basically like that was the conception of this movie more more do you think he watched convoy as like inspiration for i i do think he watched convoy for inspiration he also the composer died like two months after this movie came out so this was like his last thing that he ever did is this a cursed movie (laughs) oh no not another cursed movie (laughs) (laughs) carol ann sent her her cons uh so hers were the unrealistic chain versus chainsaw battle which she mentioned (laughs) and then (laughs) which (laughs) i i get it uh and then and then there's there's too many unanswered random things that seem like they'd be more interesting than Mandy reading to us. So like like you said, Jeannie, wanting to get more like of her, who she was, rather than just little glimpses. Like, uh, how did she know so much about the plants? You know, she she's, reads books. She's living in the Pacific Northwest. She just looks outside. Right. Um, all right. Anything else before we get into ratings? I had a lot of cons overall with this movie. I just didn't enjoy it. I didn't get the vibe. I don't like I don't like those kind of Rosemary Baby type like demon cult movies. I don't really like Grindhouse movies that much. So it just it didn't I don't like heavy metal. I mean, I like a well, lot. There you go. <laughs> yeah, so it yeah. wasn't your movie. Yeah. Definitely not. Yeah. So this one, it was kind of a mix of a bunch of things I didn't really like. <laughs> but I did like too, I did like Nick Cage too. in it. Nick Cage was fun. Like this movie is very scary. And any of those, like obviously Rosemary's baby is very scary if you're a woman. Movies where the everyone seemingly is against you and they're focusing on a woman, it's very scary. And like not a lot of shit scares me. That taps into I think a woman's brain because you you are told your whole life every man is a threat to you you need to always be on the lookout be careful everyone's against you and n- there's no nicholas cage coming to avenge your murder what the fuck <laughs> i think i zoned out for a second <laughs> came back into that you know <laughs> okay we'll talk about it offline <laughs> Okay, we're going to do our ratings. I'm going to pick Paul to go first. Um, uh, okay, well, I guess I would give it uh, three-fifths of a bathroom bottle of vodka. Like, I think <laughs> I kind of liked it. Horror movies aren't usually my thing, but I actually I enjoyed it for the most part. Not sure if I would watch it again, but maybe under the right <laughs> circumstances, much like a bathroom <laughs> bottle of vodka. Sometimes it just really hits the spot. You need it. You heard of a shower beer? This is a poop bottle of vodka, you know? Like, you just need it sometimes to get through more. I will give it, like, two giant wasp stings in the neck out of five. Okay. So I get a fair amount of endorphins going, but also a massive amount of pain. (laughs) Jeannie. I give it one bunk hit of acid out of five really good hits of acid okay okay aaron i'll give it two out of four demon biker horsemen yeah like i didn't hate it like there's we've done movies on here where it's like we pause the movie or like uh have to stop it for some reason and i see how much time's left i'm like oh god and I didn't feel that way for this movie. It's a ringing endorsement, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Peter. I give it a nine uh, cheese goblins out of ten. Nice. It's cheddar. It's cheddar goblins. Cheddar, cheddar. Right, right, right. But, you loved it. I know. That's why I, that's why I used it. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give it seven mason jars full of demon seed acid out of ten. Carol Ann. Yes, please. Can you interpret this? Because I'm not sure if it's right. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, she said she <laughs> gave it seven out of 13 sloppy chugs of hooch. So I think she's referring to the vodka in the bathroom. I feel like that's negative seven. Seven, seven out of 13 is like, what, 60% almost? I'm seeing negative seven. Yeah, that definitely looks like a oh, negative it seven. It is negative seven. <laughs> 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 okay. 
okay, so really she bad. It, she gave it a really negative. She was not a fan. She did pick you this game. Really oh, yeah. hated that. That's the first negative score. That's dragging this down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Trainwreck Theater. You can find us online at trainwrecktheater.com or on Twitter at trecktheater. Next week we're watching the movie The Bad Batch. I have no idea what this movie's about, but we're gonna watch it. Join us! favorite planet in Almonarch because this was one of the conversations that Mandy and Nicolas Cage have. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go first. Yeah. I'm going to say Venus. Uranus. <laughs> okay, thank you, Peter. <laughs> I was also going to say Uranus. <laughs> I was also going to say Uranus. Because we're twinsies. Nice. Like, <laughs> Nobody's taking John this Sunday. seriously. <laughs> Uh, Aaron, you want to go? Uh, well, unfortunately, I do like Saturn because it has the rings and that's Nicholas Cage's planet. And it makes me not want to like Saturn because <laughs> Nicholas Cage like likes it. <laughs> if I have to pick a planet, it'd be Jupiter. But really, I like the moon Io that orbits Jupiter. Ah, shit. Talk about a nerd. Wait, <laughs> Thank you for taking the heat off. <laughs> I would say Earth. Duh. It's got oh. like waterfalls, rainbows. rainbows. <laughs> we can live there. It's so sentimental. It's, 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 it's just clearly the best. Thanks, Paul. We hate so it. so granola. <laughs> You guys go live in your gas giants and shit. I'm going to live in Uranus. <laughs> <laughs>